Hello everyone, my name is Kendall and welcome to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. And just like any book club, we'll only be spending half the time actually talking about books. And this is that half. In these book club episodes of this podcast, my guests and I will be bonding over my favorite hobby, reading. Getting to know their relationship to books, the ones they love, the ones that have made the biggest impact on them, and so much more. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that my guests and I will be sharing our own personal experiences, opinions, and possible book spoilers throughout this episode and all future episodes. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unofficial Book Club, the book club episode. And we're joined again by my guest for the season two premiere and my sister, Morgan Gaber. Morgan, thank you for being here. So, Morgan, yes, let's jump right into it. Okay. What right is your it. what is your relationship to reading? Do you like to read? I read, like, uh, almost every day. I read a lot, actually. But um, I don't know. I go like in and out of it. Like, I'll have like times where I'm like just constantly reading, and then other day, other like weeks or months where I just like don't read, and I'm like, whoa didn't read that's crazy have you always liked to read no no I very much disliked reading I loved reading what I loved reading but I was so picky and the fact that mom was an English teacher and wanted us to read made me want to not read sorry mom um I just was always so oppositional that I did not like reading but I could tell when I would find a book that I liked because mom would pounce on it and she'd be like, let's get you more of them. And I was always like, I know you want me to read. This sucks because I kind of do like reading this book. But then I'd read them anyways. Cause and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you were a kid, which is what I remember most, the most that you read, um, you when you found a book that you liked, you were... I mean, you didn't show up at the dinner table. Like you spent all day reading that book and you were just, you didn't want to talk about it with anybody. You were just like, it was, oh, I'm you still... dove into that world. Yeah. Um. God, what was it? It was the, I think it was the City of Bones trilogy. When I read that mm-hmm. one, I don't even think I ate for like two days. And I was like, <laughs> anytime someone like walked up to my room, I was like, get away. I'm really yeah. good. I just was like, don't touch me. Don't, yeah. don't talk to me but um yes. uh, no I mean the... a lot of the books when I is that what that's the age you thought because I thought you were talking like younger Morgan like I elementary because think... that no, girl I... I like to read small books big books are dense and heavy and I get bored and if I get bored I used to actually just read through stories I used to, why would I suffer if I don't like reading a book why would I finish it but it felt so wrong to not finish a book yeah and then the older I got the more I was like man wasting my time if I don't want to read this I'm not gonna fucking yeah. read it there's a lot of books out there so at what point do you realize that you're uninterested in the book or it's not for you how do um, you know usually the plot is just like if the plot's just like off or I'm just like not vibing with it or something it's not a story I like but honestly the biggest turn off to me like book wise or I don't read a lot of books but um like story wise is like the the way that the author wrote like sometimes like I once was reading a story that was like the plot was like super cool but it was written in second person and I was like I have never like sat through 
like I know very odd it was in, yeah, yeah. Like in person and I was like I can't I just it was just too much of like I was just messing with my brain I didn't want to read it um yeah. so I just stopped reading or like sometimes like oh there was one story that was like super abstract and like I didn't really understand what was going on if I can't follow it and like it was like it sounded super smart it sounded like like as if like art was in writing which it you know art is in writing but you know it was yeah. just so metaphorical that I was like what's going on I am a very literal person like <laughs> I cannot follow this and I just I felt bad I was like this sounds beautiful but I don't know what's going on so I yeah. just stopped reading it's funny because I actually just said a similar thing when I was talking to our mother about reading and I was giving her a book suggestion and I said there are some books that you start reading and you're like the the way that it's written or the voice of the author is so good that you're just hooked and it's like I'm gonna read probably until the end like I don't care what this is about and then there's some where the story is so good but like the way it's written is just not it and I tried to describe it to her and I compared it to if you're meeting a stranger there's some strangers you meet and right off the bat it just clicks and you want to get to know that person and some people you meet and it's like it's nice. They're fine. But like, you don't have any interest in furthering conversation with that person. And that's the way I see it. The way you described like meeting people. Yeah. There's this kid I met, like the conversation was fine. We were chatting like it was normal, but oh my God, he was such an active listener that it was driving me crazy. (laughs) And that's like how it felt. Like I was like, look, I like this plot. All right. We've got, we're, we're both like back and forth. This is fine. But like, I can't, deal with how you're like displaying this information right now like I'm sorry but you're distracting me and I'm not paying attention anymore like stop nodding your head (laughs) I know you're listening I get it but Mm -hmm. I feel bad because yeah people are just people I'm sorry if you're an active listener I didn't mean to make fun of you but that happens like some books like click with you and some don't and it doesn't mean that the story isn't great like I know there's a few books that my friends really like that lots of people like but for me it just like doesn't click and like unfortunately people got opinions yeah but let me tell you if that person turns around and tells me the plot of the story like they recount it as if it's their story to tell I'm sure I'm gonna love it and I love when they tell me I'm like oh that sounds amazing that's great and then I pick up the book and I'm like "Ooh, this literally happened to me this past week uh a friend and I were, um, we play games a lot and she was telling me about this book she was reading and she was like, oh, are you going to read it? I was like, no, guaranteed I'm not going to read. I don't, <laughs> it's so funny. Like I say, I don't read, I don't read books, but um, so like often, but um, I'm not, I knew I wasn't going to read this story. And so she was like, can I tell you about it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we're just like playing, God, what were you playing? I think we're playing Portal. Um, And she was just telling me this whole story and then later she told me to where she had gotten to so basically I got to like relive this story which I actually love doing we got like mm. super into the Twilight movies as everyone did in the mm. pandemic and my roommate at the time I like came downstairs and I heard her like talking I was like is that the plot <laughs> to the second movie and I swear her rendition of the second Twilight movie was longer than the actual movie <laughs> and I came in halfway through but then I was like, keep going, like, tell me more, like, she'll watch <laughs> reality TV and be like episodes ahead of me. But I'm like, just catch me up, like, love hearing the yeah. synopsis, like, yeah, sometimes things take too long. And I just want the fast version, like, let's go. No, I get that. So what is your favorite book? Mm. I don't have one. I don't like choosing favorites, like oh, literally okay. at all. So you don't have a favorite book, which no. is surprising, because I thought 
I had an idea. I know you were gonna say yeah. You thought I was gonna say Percy Jackson. Yeah, I so did. Like, Percy Jackson. Entire like, childhood like revolved around that book. Yeah. So the thing is about ADHD people <laughs> <laughs> is I oh my god you our laugh <laughs> people constantly <laughs> tell us that we have the same deep laugh. People tell me by people I mean Jamila. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I get Percy Jackson. I like. Oh no, that's what I say. ADHD. I um. Oh, well, <laughs> ADHD for you um, is like a. I hyper fixate on things. So like my, all of like the, like stories or movies or books or TV shows that I like, I like get into like months of just like intense like obsession about these things, and then they just fade off. Now yeah. Percy Jackson was the longest one, so I think by default I would consider that my like favorite, just out of like how long it was. Because every time a new book came out, I was like foaming, you know. I was like, this is yeah. everything for me. I even have a trident tattoo, which was like for yeah, in honor, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> that's and had cool. a but, like half blood shirt. Yeah, I bought the yeah. shirt. Oh my because, god, yeah. yeah. When we we went to meet the author, which was super fire, and there was like we a whole bunch Rick of people. Riordan. Yes, yeah, Rick Riordan, we... and he signed the books, and I still hate you guys every day for getting a book signed in your name. That is my book. I have all of the books with all the signatures, except we have a spare one, I think, that you might have, and mm-hmm. it kills me because I'm only in one of the books. Mine well, if it makes you only... feel better, I don't have the one that signed to me. I got... <laughs> I do. Do you have the one that's signed to Kendall? Great. Correct. I have a picture of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That's it's fine. fine. <laughs> I'm just still bitter about it because you guys jumped on my Percy Jackson bandwagon. Great... You guys are welcome that I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> when we met Rick Riordan, it was before the fifth book had come out. So it was just after Battle of the Labyrinth had, well, not just after, I think it was like a few months after it had come out. And The Last Olympian was, the title was released. So that's like, we knew what it was going to be. And there was at this like convention center at this auditorium and I remember there being like hundreds of people and we sat there and like I don't like people I don't like (laughs) when I draw attention to myself like in public spaces but they asked they were like oh like we're gonna give t-shirts to anybody who answers this question or prizes and like they asked a question and they were like who is Annabeth's mom and I like raised my hand because I was like I can do this and then they chose me and I got it right and I got a t-shirt it was Athena and I got oh it was the sickest t-shirt ever so it had the cover of the fourth book on the back and the front just said uh boy meets underworld and it was like a really Mm -hmm. simple shirt and I remember being obsessed with it and then I just like Mm -hmm forgot about it in my closet and then tried it back on like four years later and it still fit and I was like that's crazy and then didn't wear it like a few years later tried it on again still fit super amazing I also lost the cover of the fourth book because I had the hardcover and I lost the paper piece and so I was like it's fine I still have the like cover on the back of the shirt yeah and then it got stolen yeah and it got stolen along with my retainers and basically our luggage got stolen and that is the biggest like I don't have a lot of regrets in my life because I think having regrets is like like I think back on stupid shit I've done and I'm like Ooh, but I wouldn't regret things it's too heavy of a thing to like wish for something else but I wish every fucking day that I had that shirt also I kind of wish I had my retainers because now my teeth are slightly <laughs> misaligned and that sucks too but yeah. I mostly miss that shirt oh my god I'd give anything to yeah. get that goddamn shirt back our luggage got stolen when we were on vacation and that shirt was in the luggage. My favorite part of that day, 
other than meeting Rick Riordan and having him sign all those books and like meeting an author for the first time and hearing them talk about a book and feeling so fixated with that and so in awe of that yeah person. I was like whoa this man's like a hero it was amazing <laughs> now he's in front of me what the fuck but I also love do you remember they gave out pens and it's because if you've read the Percy Jackson series Percy Jackson has this pen that he clicks and it turns into a sword uncapped uh-huh uncaps it oh I thought he clicks he uncaps it he turns into a sword and the the pen has a name right I can't remember or the sword riptide does. riptide and these pens which I kept for the longest time and didn't use it because I didn't want to waste the ink I think said something on there like that where like this pen destroys monsters or something yeah, like that. Something this like pen that. slays monsters it was so cool and I just that whole experience I still was so have exciting. it you there do. was one left mine. and I refused to use it because I don't want it to run out of ink, which sucks because like, I try to not like save things if I'm not going to use yeah. them. But yeah, and I also like try to not let it get scratched because it's getting scratched up a little bit. But yeah, you know, I remember when I met Rick Ryden that day, I asked him to make the final book purple. He did he not. But it's fine. He did it not. Happens. It's fine. It happens. It's fine. So what made you love that series so much when you picked it up? I guess I related to it because immediately they're like oh yeah he's got ADHD I was like yo I've got ADHD and I started reading them in fourth grade I don't know I guess that was cool that definitely wasn't like the reason it was just like uh, like the fact that it was like the way he like wrote for a 12 year old boy was so accurate that like when I was 12 I was like oh my god that's how I think oh my god like (laughs) now I was just so uh the storylines are so great and it's so like such a big world and universe with all the Greek gods and goddesses and stuff and there was just so much to do and every story had like so much depth that I didn't Mm -hmm. get as a kid and that's why I loved rereading them so I was like oh shit (laughs) like that's actually crazy like that that happened or like whoa this is it's something that I think it's really cool to have a book that shows Greek mythology and ancient Greece and like but also encompassing this for lack of a better word almost imaginary world with people as well like these kids are the children of a human and a greek god and demigods yeah demigods yeah so they are like percy who's the main character is poseidon's son and like that's so cool in this moment you get to learn about greek mythology and at the same time go on this crazy adventure and experience this like like all these kids got troubles yeah and they're all like working through their lives but then they're also like on crazy quests and then good time it's just wild so what would you say is your favorite genre of book um fantasy does that count as fantasy I don't know I like so I don't know that's a great I don't know I don't I've never thought about it I definitely don't like nonfiction. (laughs) fiction okay that's it that's the genre fiction fiction Fiction. in general all of it yeah okay I think real Uh, life is boring sometimes so that's why fantasy is fun so what are some of your favorite book tropes? Oh, yeah. I love enemies to lovers. That's a good one. Everybody loves enemies to lovers. It's so good. It's like reformed, <laughs> like bad, like relationships you're working on life together. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I hate the falling in love at first sight. I'm like, that's lame. Let's move on from that. <laughs> and then it's like, no, we both suffered together. And like, oh, I love found family. That's mm, fucking that's love sound family. I hate love triangles. I think they're so overdone. I'm so tired of them. I never liked them from the beginning. It was like, who cares? Choose one or don't. Let's just like move on. Choose yourself, bitch. Let's go. Like, 
what are some storylines that you like or some plots or some general topics that you like? Um, Obviously a quest for Percy Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I like when there's like a goal in mind. I kind of don't like when things when things just keep running along. Like, I like to know, not that I know where it's going because I want to be surprised. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite thing. So uh, the Carry On books by Rainbow Rowell. So I read, mm-hmm. actually, I heard about the carry on book and basically or the book carry on it's the first of the trilogy um I think there's a, well there's only three right now I don't know if she ever can like considers writing more but um <laughs> I actually <laughs> spoiled almost the entire book for myself on the internet and then eventually I was just like you know what fine I'll read this book mm-hmm. like I love repetitive things I love watching the same movies I love reading the same books I love doing the same thing over and over again it's comforting so I was like I already know how this book ends this will be great but I didn't know like some of the like plot lines I think like in depth I didn't know why things happen the way they happen and by the end when I learned something crazy I just like hadn't been surprised in a while where like you know that moment when you're just like when everything like clicks like I don't like being surprised I don't like being when things are overly predictable either I like when something at the end you realize that you've been getting those hints all along but it only now makes sense and you're just like yeah. holy fuck like that so would you read a is. mystery then if you want maybe that? but it's all about the vibes I don't know I don't know I also don't when pe- people are like Morgan you should watch this Morgan you should watch I will never I'm sorry. I know you're so oppositional. It drives me. You would love this book. I will not. I'm sorry. I'll try, maybe, but I don't know. Well, then, books are so much harder to start. Well, okay. This might go in one ear and out the other, but I have some book suggestions for you. Oh, don't you? That's interesting. Will I read them? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. You can tell me if these sound interesting at all to you. Okay, go for it. So the first one's a mystery, but it's a YA mystery very popular it's called truly devious by maureen johnson and so it's about a private school in vermont called ellingham academy that's a place where a selected few of very talented young kids go students and it's also the site of a murder and so Uh many 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 years ago the person who created ellingham academy is his wife and daughter are murdered And so the main character, Stevie, decides she gets accepted to the school and she decides she wants to solve this murder that happened like 75 years ago or something, like a ridiculous amount of time. And so her and her gang of misfits, for lack of a better term, these amazing kids decide to, she decides to, you know, solve this murder, but her and her friends kind of go on this journey together and it's it's not as like murdery like it's very lighthearted. it's YA it's exciting and I think my favorite part about it is I love the character so much like I think Stevie is very not your typical main female character like she's rough around the edges the group of kids that Stevie is friends with are so unique and so fun and they are the heart of the story I think and then at the same time this mystery is happening at their school and I think it's interesting it's exciting you want to know what's happening next and I really really liked it um, the other one is called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. And this one is really interesting and it was really popular and I really liked it. Basically, this person wakes up in somebody else's body and it's, and they're like, 
going through the day going like, how am I in this person's body? Like, this isn't me, what's happening? And then a murder happens. And then immediately when they die, they wake up again in another person's body at the same place. If it were so me, I wouldn't leave the house. I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. So, but they, they have no control over it. They keep waking up in the bodies of the people at sleep. this event where this murder is occurring and they're trying to solve the murder. And they keep waking up in a different character's body to try and figure out what the happened, what the murder is. And so that one's really interesting. And it's almost like a murder. I'd watch that one as a movie. Exactly. That's why I suggested it. And so they're trying to figure it out. And that one's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, The other one, which I've talked about on this podcast a thousand times, but it's so good, is Silo. Oh, I thought you were going to say Caraval. She keeps trying to get me to read that one too. Silo by uh, DJ McHale. And it's, the author is a DJ? Oh. No. Silo, and it's also reminds me of Percy Jackson in the sense that it's very much that the main character is a teenage boy. It's less about like the romance and the cliches of it all, but about the adventure and the friendships and going through trying to figure out what's happening. And so I feel like you would really enjoy that. And it's fast paced. It's like this, it's a thick book. It's like this big, but it's so fast paced each book is fun and I think you would really like it and then the last one I had listed to suggest to you is nonfiction. but and I haven't actually read it one of my friends has and she loved it so much and when she described it I was like this sounds really cool and I feel like my sister would like this it's called an immense world how animal senses reveal the hidden realms around us animals but you as somebody that likes to train your cat how to do all these tricks and understand That's what she's correct. thinking and feeling. No, I know I what she's like... thinking. We speak. Yeah, Echo, yeah, speak. <laughs> an Immense World, How Animal Senses Reveal the Hidden Realms Around Us by Ed Young. And I want to read it. It sounds really cool. It sounds really interesting to get into the, you know, mindset of these animals and the different characteristics that, that they have and understand them. And I think that that maybe be something you'd be interested in. Those are the books I had in mind for you as I was trying to think. Mm, I love the effort that you put towards this. I appreciate it. Any of them sound interesting to you or no? I'm, I'm just not, not that they're not interesting. They sound interesting. I'd watch an animal documentary, but I'd watch those in movies probably, but I just don't like reading what other people say. I don't know why. Opposition, I suppose. Okay. I actually also, yeah, I just don't like... When I have to like set up a whole new world in my brain about like what's going on, I like having the comfort of knowing what's already gonna go on, which I know defeats the purpose sometimes. Yeah, but that's okay. People love to reread the same books. So what would it take for you to feel like reading a new book? Obviously not something somebody suggests because you're oppositional, but what would it take for you to be like, oh, I want to read this new book? I... Uh, it's, it would probably have to be something that I like saw online somewhere and like read what other people thought unfortunately I'm very influenced by other people's thoughts I was reading this once I know it sounds backwards considering I literally just said that I'm not interested like, if in you tell me to do something or you want me to do something I'm not gonna do it mm. if you're just talking I'm more likely to be like oh, so I have to give I have subliminal to have messages yes. yeah I have to give you subliminal messages about books I live a very <laughs> complex life I think the animal that should be studied is me actually <laughs> um but uh no I mean like 
I was reading this one series. I think I got to like the fourth book and I was super obsessed with them. And then I read one single comment online and they were like, every time one problem gets solved, it's just another problem. And like, there's no end. And they just like were shitting on the book. And I like read the single comment. I literally did not continue reading the rest of the comments. And I was just like, they're so right. Oh my God. That's how <laughs> books work. Yeah. There's problems yeah. and you solve them. Yeah. And then another problem happens and you solve it. Like, but I just was so disillusioned and I just stopped reading that series entirely. To be fair, I do think the series had like some things to work on, but um, yeah. So then, yeah. So then what book has had the biggest impact on you? Well, I guess it'd be Percy Jackson because I read, you know, actually, because I've read them. Have you I don't finish the things. Percy Jackson series. If you finish it, then it's over. If <laughs> I don't want it to be over, then I'm just not going to finish it. I have not read the final book. So Rick Riordan wrote five books. Um... And it's just, like, about Percy's life, pretty much. And it, like, ends with this, like, giant, <sighs> like, everything gets fixed and changed and life is crazy. There's a huge battle, all this stuff, you know. And then he wrote an additional five books, but he introduced, like, a whole bunch of new characters. The first book, I actually accidentally bought the second book because I saw Percy on the cover and was like, oh, okay. Second book of the second mm-hmm. series, um, the Heroes of Olympus series, instead of uh, the Percy Jackson series I bought the second book because he Percy was on the cover and I was like yeah this is the continuation of his life and then I was reading and I was like what's going on I'm really fucking confused and then I realized that that was the second book and I was like okay cool whatever when I bought the first one and then I was like where's Percy why is he not in this book what's going on and it's just turns out it was a whole new story the whole bunch of new characters and I it took a lot for me to actually read it if I didn't, if the second book hadn't come out by the time I read the first one, I probably wouldn't have read that series because I was like, where's Percy? This is why I came here. But I was like, no, I know he's here. I just got to get to it. So, so it's then interesting I read that. that you didn't finish the first Percy Jackson series, but you were very interested in starting the second one. No, I one. finished the first series. Yeah. You finished oh, Percy yeah, Jackson the second, and the Olympians. The, yeah, the second, the fifth book came out. I read it in a day or two, and I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I literally... Yeah, it was like, I just- I thought another... you said you didn't finish the series. No, no, no. The first series I finished. It's the second series. Are oh. you kidding me? No, no, no. I've totally, I wouldn't have read the second series if I hadn't finished the first one. Okay. I just know that out of those 10 books, oh, but there is more. There's more that happens. There's another mini series. There's more mini series that go on with characters that I like. But you just won't just finish have to it. finish the 10th book. But I just know that that's like the end of like the, the, the big story arc, you know? Gotcha. Like it was all building gotcha. to it. Like the second series happens right after the, the first one. I thought you hadn't finished the fifth book. No, no, no. I read that book so fast that when I decided to reread the series, because I knew that he was making the second part of the series, I was like, let me just reread the first five again. And then when I finally got to the fifth book, <laughs> it was like reading it again for the first time because I'd read it so fast that yeah. like I did not retain anything. And I was like, wow, this is great. I should read like this always because then I get to <laughs> like, that's the best part. Enjoying yeah. a book you love twice. Yeah. Like well, for the first that's, time. That's one of my questions is what would be the book that you would read again for the first time if you could? Carry on, but I wouldn't want to not be spoiled. <laughs> I spoiled everything. Well, I knew yeah. everything, like almost everything that happened. I would love to have read that book without knowing what goes on. I would have so, loved that. Is there a book that has taught you any lesson that you still remember now? Um, for sure. I would have to say, um, you might be familiar with this book, you know, uh, The Little Mouse, The Red Ripe Strawberry, and The Big Hungry Bear by Don and Audrey Wood. 
Yeah. That's yeah. a staple from your childhood as well. That like, oh, makes, yes. that book reminds me of you every time I see it. I knew that book. I knew every uh, word of that book before I could read because <laughs> I'd make my mom read it all the time. And when she got the word wrong, I'd correct her. <laughs> then like, it's actually this. I could not read. I was probably like four, five, six. I don't know. When do people read? I don't know. Um, yeah, I learned that you need to enjoy what you have and like use it when you have it. If you keep letting that wine sit in the basement for a good time, sometime later, you're just never going to drink it. When's going to be the right time? Drink it now. Just drink that wine. So what's that book about? Oh, it's about a little mouse, a red ripe strawberry and a big hungry bear. <laughs> so little mouse finds this huge red ripe strawberry and he's like, mm, fuck yeah, I'm going to eat this thing. And then the like omnipotent author is like, hey, be careful with that. Uh, big hungry bears love red ripe strawberries, buddy. So you got to watch out. And then he's like, oh my God, he doesn't speak. The mouse does not speak. <laughs> um, and then he picks the strawberries. He's like, I got to get this thing now. Right. And then the guy's like, whoa, whoa. You know, they love even more than strawberries is strawberries that have just been picked. And then he's like, fuck, what do we do? He's like, got to dress it up. Got to disguise it. Got to hide it. Got to like like to just make sure that nobody knows that it's here and then the author's like yeah but you know what else would be cool what if we cut it in half and they basically share the strawberry and the mouse is satisfied i don't know if that was the lesson let's be real but <laughs> i freaking loved rereading the same books over and over again when i was younger yeah so here's a i don't know if it's really a controversial question but do you think the book is always better than the movie no I don't know I think they're just different sometimes I think sometimes I get thoroughly disappointed with certain <laughs> series when they make movies that don't follow the plot whatsoever and use uh characters monsters from the second book in the first book and then it just kind of ruins what the future plot could mm. be but Ooh. they're making a tv show now and I'm really excited because I hope mm. it uh follows along with the plot you talking um, about Percy Jackson? What? Was I? That's crazy. Mm. Correct. I was. That was a very um, disappointing movie. Yeah, it just, like, and I still watch them. Let's be real with each other. But it doesn't mean that I love that it didn't follow the plot. But there's other things, like, I feel like the way that everyone describes the Lord of the Rings books makes it seem like I might have a hard time getting through them with all the like descriptive imagery and that there's a lot of like word filling for like to like paint pictures and stuff and like that's great for world building and like people that visualize like what's going on and need all the descriptions but I have a hard time focusing I've said it how many times now? I've ADHD and if I I'm not gonna take my meds to read a book because then it kind of dilutes the excitement of the book for me but I think for something like that, I like that there is a movie. I still get the story while being like pretty true to the books without needing to read the book, you know? Mm -hmm. I think so, that's a great example. I yeah. have Lord of the Rings and I tried to read both that and The Hobbit. And I think both were very difficult read for me. I don't know. Like it just didn't, didn't click. It's not a fast paced book. They spend like yeah, it's, the it's, longest it's time like a, still in yeah. the fire. Yeah. And I think I found it to be very difficult to read and to get into. And, but I know how beloved it is and how good it is. 
and I've watched those movies and like those movies and I think they're really really Clark. good so I think everybody just has like a difference of opinion also yeah. I mean storytelling is like there's so many ways of different storytelling I I think my favorite way of watching reality tv is by having my old roommate describe to me what's going on <laughs> that's not yeah. a movie that's not a book yeah, yeah there's like a, I mean there's like a million ways to like consume stories and media like even just like yeah like secondhand stories to like books to movies mm-hmm. and uh, podcasts which uh, we're doing right now which I forget because I can see your face but um would you listen to audiobooks then no if you like I oh. don't like when other people make character voices and I also Ooh, don't okay. like when they don't make character voices so it's exactly. kind of like I'm just always suffering because so. I was going to say, do you remember another book that we both really, really liked during our childhood that I think you discovered first? It's called Geronimo Stilton. Hmm. Funk, yeah. Do you remember we were on Geronimo a Stilton by, I wrote this down, Elisabetta Demi. Demi. Yes. Do you remember we were on some sort of road trip in which our mom got the audiobook for it and we were excited because it was this book that we liked. And I will never forget that I did not like, we didn't like the voice of that. Like that, we were like, nope, not doing this. I have no memories. I have oh, no I remember memory. it. We were like, um, no, we're not. Like the the voice for an audiobook, I think matters a lot. And for some reason we didn't like that voice reading it to us. It wasn't what we thought it would be, et cetera. And I think also those books are so interactive in the way that you read them that it just didn't translate the same when it was in an audiobook form. Yeah, like half the fun was was reading it because they would like change the font mm-hmm. of different and like change the coloring of different words and like sometimes there'd be like little mini images and it was really great for someone who like would just lose her mind just reading like black words on white paper like it was so cool to see like like there was something about like something going down the drain and I remember they literally wrote it in a spiral like the middle mm-hmm. of the page was just a giant spiral because it was like something was going down a drain it's and it was perfect like for kids yeah. that are like learning to read because they do like you said it's not just like a black and white page of words like you yeah. have this interactive way of reading it and seeing things you know pictures and stuff and especially yeah. like yeah it was like a really nice middle ground for like something that was that was mostly words like there were a few pictures but it was mostly words but I remember like oh, for sure I would read um Calvin and Hobbes like Ooh. all the time mm-hmm. or I read like the far side gallery which I didn't really understand when I was younger but my mom told me she loved them so that's why I read them and the older I get the more funny the comics are and I like actually understand them but um yeah like I would just read things that had pictures because I didn't like reading and it was just too boring to like it never caught my attention even if the story's amazing it's still like I have to get myself to focus on yeah. these words and that's just so difficult sometimes. So Drama oh, Filton was fire because I was just like so like captivated. Yeah. No, I yeah. get that. So Morgan, what is a book that is on your list to read? Oh, that I you're don't interested have... in reading. Oh, you have actually, none. I do, I do. Well, I okay. never finished the carry on series, so I started Okay. <laughs> hmm, is this a trend? Um <laughs> I started the first book and then it's like broken into three sections and I got to the second section right before finals happened, my junior year of college of undergrad. And then I just like didn't keep reading because I had to take all my finals. And then I was like, okay, fine, let me get back to it. And I finally started from the beginning again and then read the books. And then I got halfway through the second book. And then I don't remember what happened, but something else in my life happened and I just like stopped reading it. So I'd like to finish that one. I bought the third book the second it came out, but it's just sitting on my shelf. 
Yeah. What are you reading right now? Are you reading anything right now? I'm in the middle of that one. Okay. The middle of Wayward Son, the second one. Um, and then because I thought, hey, let's finally get this Percy Jackson book done. But you know what we should do first, just to stall, is let's start all the way from the beginning. I have started from the beginning probably three times, and I've just never gotten through them. I started from the beginning when the ninth book came out, and then I actually read through them because I got to it, like, so the fourth one of the second series in total. And I read, read that one, and that was in 2014. Wow. No, 16, I don't know, whatever, years. Mm-hmm. And then... And then the fifth book came out of the second series. I bought yeah. it when it came out, just like I did with the Carry Out series. I cried the whole way home, which is how I learned that crying while driving is dangerous. And then <laughs> I just like was too distraught that it was kind of coming to an end that I just yeah. was like, well, I'm not going to start it now, even though I finished yeah. the fourth book already of that series. And so I just said, let's restart again fell off the wagon. You know what? Whatever, now I'm restarting br- whatever brings you comfort and happiness, like yeah. do that. Maybe they just I should left go back St. in St. Louis. Oh yeah. Do you remember that part? That is, yeah. See, I don't read the first books book. That I'm many. on the first yeah. book. <laughs> I don't reread that many books. And so I wonder if maybe I should reread some of the ones that I love so much. I'm just a little creature of comfort, man. Yeah. You are too. Oh you gosh. love to well I do. Family, we all just like I love re-watch to rewatch TV shows. Stuff. Yeah. The thing that I read the most, I actually just read a lot of fan fiction. It feels like really Oh, I need to work on how I feel cringy talking about it because it's like who cares just read what you like but what I fucking love about fan fiction is that I don't like commitments can't you tell I don't like finishing things I love reading like one shots that are just like uh like one little story one little like blurb if they're like mm-hmm. several thousand words I don't know but like it doesn't have to be small really but like I love completed stories. I don't like reading stories that they're like, oh, next chapter's up next week. I'm like, you lost me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to wait for this. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's how I feel about TV shows too. Like I'll wait till Mm -hmm. this show is completely done and then I'll watch it. Like if I have any pauses in between, if there's a break, it's over. I've lost it. So do you feel like if you found, let's say hypothetically, you find another series that you're really interested in, you want to read, would you feel like you have to wait until all... No, books are different. Okay. Books are different because I'm I don't want to wait years. Like waiting for a season to end is one thing. I'll still it's like each book is like a season. So I'll wait until you'll read the first book when it first comes out. And then you'll read the second one when it comes out, knowing that there's like time in between them. Yes. And I just I guess it's more like I hope I'll read the second book when it comes out. Will the third book come out? Potentially. Am I going to read it? Maybe. Did I read the second? Who knows? It's, I don't, this is why I have to like give up when I want to, because if I pressure it, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And so that's like what we said in the last uh, episode. Like if I, I don't know, I lost where my train Mm. of thought, we're just going to move on. Um, (laughs) Another ADHD moment. Life is so good when your brain doesn't cooperate. What I love about fan fiction the most is being my little comfort creature that I am. I don't have to reestablish the like storyline. I already know the characters. I already know what the situation is. I already know what's going on. I already know like the big plots and like, I love side care. It's almost like I get like a little extra treat. Like I've read the books. Usually it's, it's something that I've, it's like 
like a TV yeah. show or a movie or like a book or something that I've read already that like I just like get into this world and it's like cool now I get to see them in like a different setting or now I get to like yeah like hear the story if someone changed there was like wait what if this happened instead or like oh this scene that they never like detailed here's what I imagine happened in between this moment and it just like gives me the fulfillment I want so I can keep getting more stories about what I already know that I like yeah and but, I mean um, it, it kind of feeds into the you not wanting the thing you love to end is if there's this constant oh my God, change so in right. storyline yeah it has the same characters and the same story that you love but it's never over because it's somebody else's perspective of what could have happened should have happened etc so of that course you would like that makes so much sense <laughs> you've completed my circle of thought I'm glad thank you Morgan for being here you are so welcome so insightful into the mind of you and your reading style and your reading yeah it's a never-ending story I don't read books because books are just such a commitment to me book also feels like I have to finish it if I took the time Mm -hmm. to go rent it or took the time to buy it but if I can just pull something up on the internet well, thank you, Morgan, for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of a season premiere. I'm so grateful. Ooh, you're thank welcome. You. I'm a delight. You are. <laughs> she said well, while she grit her teeth. <laughs> you are a delight. You're also a pain in my ass, but you're a delight as well. That's what siblings are for. Yes. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next episode of Unofficial Book Club. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. The Book Club episode. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you're interested in any of the books that were discussed in this episode or any of the episodes, they're always listed in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unofficial Book Club Pod, and don't forget to rate and share with all of your friends. Until next time.